Hello, and welcome to the Thinking Jew Podcast, where we dive deep into Torah and Judaism to uncover its hidden beauty. Come join us as we take a closer look and breathe new life into traditional Jewish ideas. And now, here's your host, Rabbi Moshe Siegel. Hello, and welcome back to the Thinking Jew Podcast. With Hanukkah coming up next week, I want to discuss an amazing idea and really a lesson for life that comes out of this beautiful upcoming holiday. Before I start, I'll just mention that today I'll be discussing a more philosophical, Kabbalistic element of Hanukkah. However, if you would like a complete overview of the laws and customs of Hanukkah, go check out episode 53 of this podcast, only a 15-minute listen, and it'll go through all of the laws and customs of Hanukkah. So the question I want to pose today is what miracle are we really celebrating on Hanukkah? I think if you ask around, most people will probably answer that the main miracle of Hanukkah is that the Greeks defiled the temple, the Jews searched for oil to light the menorah, and they famously found one small jug of oil that miraculously burned for eight days, giving them time to produce new pure oil. And that's a pretty logical answer to the question because the primary ritual of Hanukkah is lighting the menorah which commemorates the miracle of the oil burning for eight days. However, when we look back at the Hanukkah story, it seems like perhaps there was an even bigger miracle going on that for some reason we're not spending as much time thinking about on Hanukkah. The Hanukkah story takes place in approximately the 2nd century BCE, with the Greek Empire in the process of conquering the world. This massive superpower arrives in Israel, in Judea, and sets up to infiltrate and Hellenize the country like it did to all of the other countries that have gotten in their way. However, they're met by a small group of guerrilla warfare-style warriors who wage a war against them. Now imagine the odds. You have a small group of unorganized Jewish rabbis and soldiers against the greatest superpower in the world. Who's going to win? There's almost better odds that a drip of oil will burn for eight days than the Maccabees beating the Greek army. And not just the miracle of winning the war, but the ramifications of it as well. What happened as a result of the Jews' victory? The Jews were able to continue to practice Jewish law. They were again able to keep the Shabbos. They were again able to perform circumcision. So the implications of this victory were tremendous. What resulted from the oil burning for eight days? We were able to perform the mitzvah of lighting the menorah in the temple with pure oil, but that's not of the same significance seemingly as the survival of Judaism, as circumcision, and as of Shabbos. So why did our great sages establish the primary ritual of Hanukkah, commemorating specifically the miracle of the oil, and not the miracle of defeating the mighty Greek army? Let's go even deeper with this question. Let's look at some sources. If you look in the Talmud, in Tractate Shabbos 21b, the Gemara asks the question, My Hanukkah, which literally means, what is Hanukkah? It's a strange question for the Gemara to ask. What, do you, what is Hanukkah? What the Gemara is asking is, what is the essence of Hanukkah? What's Hanukkah really all about? Why was this holiday established? The Gemara answers this question by relaying the story of the Greeks defiling all the oil in the temple and how the Jews found one small jug, they lit it, and it lasted for eight days. So the Talmud also seems to focus primarily on the miracle of the oil and not the war when asking what's the essence of Hanukkah. However, contrast this with a special paragraph that the rabbis instituted to add to the daily prayers and to benching, the grace after meals on Hanukkah, there's a prayer called Al-Hanisim. And the entire focus of Al-Hanisim 
is the victory of the war. How the few beat the many, the weak beat the mighty, the pure beat the impure, and so on. And the final words in this prayer are, and they established the eight days of Hanukkah to thank and praise God's great name because he allowed the Jews to survive and won the war. So according to this source, it would seem that as an effect of winning the war, being able to keep our traditions alive is why the rabbis enacted an eight-day Thanksgiving festival. So how do we make sense of this all? Is it the oil or is it the war? Why does the ritual seem to be focused on the miracle of oil while prayer seems to be focused on the war? What should our genuine main focus be on the upcoming holiday of Hanukkah? So the Maharal, who I quote often on this podcast, has an amazing, deep, philosophical book all about Hanukkah called Ner Mitzvah. And he answers this question very succinctly. And I want to expand on the idea he says in the next few minutes and walk away with a practical exercise for us to grow on when we light our Hanukkah candles as well. The Maharal writes that in truth, the primary miracle that we're commemorating is the miracle of defeating the Greek army. However, since that miracle can be falsely justified through the Maccabees' strength and war tactics, Hashem made the miracle of oil to clarify that really everything is from Hashem. Everything is from God. And just since we see with the oil that that was clearly from God, that's unexplainable beyond a supernatural miracle, that will cause us to recognize that the war was also only won because God helped the Maccabees win it. And I want to dive a little bit deeper into what exactly he means. There's a very interesting story that the Gemara brings in the Tractate of Tainus 25a. It brings a story of the great sage Rabbi Hanina ben Dosa. Rabbi Hanina ben Dosa lived a very spiritual life with a very deep connection to God, and he was extremely poor. The Gemara relates that one Friday night, his daughter confused the oil container with the vinegar container, and she accidentally poured vinegar into the lamps for Shabbos. Knowing that the wicks will extinguish very quickly and they'll be left in the dark for the whole Friday night, and you can't light more candles on Shabbos, she began to cry. The great Rabbi Hanina sees his daughter sitting on the side crying, so he asks her, what's bothering you? What's wrong? She responds honestly and tells him, you know, I confused the vinegar and the oil, and the wicks are burning the vinegar, and there's not going to be any light tonight. They're going to go out very quickly. Rabbi Hanina looks at her and he says the following, don't worry about it. What difference does it make if you used vinegar or oil? The same way God commands, God makes oil burn, he can tell vinegar to burn too. And the Gemara continues and says that that's exactly what happened. The lamp miraculously stay lit. Not only for Friday night did it burn, but it actually remained lit the entire Shabbos and they took a flame from that lamp for the Havdalah service at the end of Shabbos. And I think there's a tremendous philosophical gem hidden in the words of Rabbi Hanina ben Dosa. His words are, the one, meaning God, who tells the oil to burn, he can tell the vinegar to burn as well. Do we ever think and pause for a moment about how miraculous it is that oil burns itself? Or do we just take that as a fact? Oil burns. Of course oil burns. That's one of its chemical properties. But why is it that oil has a chemical property of burning while vinegar has a property of, I don't know, making salad dressings? Is it not miraculous that certain items burn slow and clean, certain oils are cleaner, smoother burning, and certain ones crackle more and have a smokier element to it? Is it not amazing that it burns slow and can light up a whole dark night for an extended period of time and doesn't just quickly combust like paper or cotton? 
we often take the miraculous nature of our world for granted. Nachmanides calls these the hidden miracles of our world. Nachmanides explains that we often define miracles as supernatural experiences in which God transcends and breaks the known rules of nature. And that's true. But what's the purpose of that miracle? What do we walk away when we see the sea split, when we see a Mount Sinai happening? What's the purpose of these earth-shattering supernatural miracles? Nachmanides explains the purpose of supernatural miracles, of revealed miracles, are to teach us about the hidden miracles. Just like we'd all view it as a miracle for vinegar to burn, in reality it's just as miraculous that oil burns. It's just the way God set up the world. God made the, the chemical properties of oil to burn, so it appears natural to us. But inherently it's just as miraculous for oil to burn as for vinegar. Part of our job in this world is to recognize that everything around us functions as it does because that's the way that God set it up. That's the way he made it. Even the mundane, ordinary things that we've learned to expect from life, oil burning, gravity, the taste of an orange, everything is that way because that's the way that God set it up. And he could just as easily have set it up a different way. So back to Hanukkah now. The fact that the Jews won the war, as unpredictable as it was, as crazy as it was, it didn't inherently break any rules of nature. It didn't break science. It was just a crazy underdog, and you can technically justify it through great battle technique. The oil, however, was completely unexplainable. No one could even begin to explain how a small amount of oil can last for eight nights. That's impossible. This is what the Maharal means. Through the open miracle of the oil, we begin to recognize the hidden miracle on the battlefield. What's more important, the war or the oil? Of course, the victory of the war and our ability to continue serving God of keeping Judaism was a greater and more critical element, and we need to praise and thank God for providing us with that victory. But the explicit miracle of the oil ensures that we recognize that that victory and everything else in our lives, which might seem natural to us, is really also all a gift from God. So I'll just end this episode with throwing out a practical suggestion that you can do any night of Hanukkah or do every night of Hanukkah after you light the Hanukkah candles. Sit down near your candles for, take 15, 20 minutes, and think about all of the hidden miracles that Hashem does for us on a constant basis. It's similar to a gratitude meditation. Your heartbeat. There's money in your bank account. If God gave you support of family or friends or community, there are so many of these hidden miracles in our lives. We just have to open our eyes and appreciate them. When we look at the conical flames, at the candles in our menorah, it reminds us of the explicit miracles that God does. And then we have to take that and say, but all of our lives are really living miracles. If we just spend a few minutes each day of Hanukkah thinking about how much God loves us, how much he's constantly doing for us, how much gratitude we should have towards him, hopefully through that, we'll have a tremendously uplifting holiday. I'm wishing everyone a happy Hanukkah and a warm winter. Thank you for listening to the Thinking Jew podcast and for taking the time to study Torah and deepen your connection to Judaism. If you found value in today's episode, please leave us a rating or review and subscribe to the podcast. If you have any questions, comments, or topic requests for Rabbi Moshe, please email the Thinking Jew podcast at gmail.com or visit thethinkingjew.com.